103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Welcome in sports fans and welcome to another episode of Coach's Corner with Terrence Sarney. Broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza, the show where area coaches come to get great food and to talk directly to you about their program and the student-athletes that make them special. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsors, the aforementioned Ison's Family Pizza, Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bruns Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. We won't dilly-dally long. We're going to jump right into it. This is the one we've been waiting for, folks. This is our boys sectional preview, and we've got 10, count them, 10 area coaches that we're going to get a chance to visit with here this evening um, so we can kind of give you a peek under the tent as these teams head into the second season. And first up, none other than Jackson Dales head coach, Coach Clint Bowen. Coach, welcome to the program. Terrence, thanks for having me. Glad to be the, the kickoff here. There you uh, go. Guinea pig on this big night for you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, uh, blow your horn a little bit for you here. Regular season, 14-9. and nine, You get a, a share of the win of the ORVC with 5-1 and one in conference play. Uh, you've got four straight wins heading into the tournament. That includes a uh, season finale defeat of uh, South Ripley, and we all know how those games go when those two teams get together. Um, and this start, you're starting this postseason uh, following up a semi-state run last year, um, and the uh, uh, dream fell a little short and ran into North Davies. Uh, but you guys, like I said, get things cranked off on Wednesday night at the Edinburgh sectional, you'll be taking on Southwestern Shelby in your first game there. Coach, when you look at everything that I just said about your season, what's the thing that you can point to or that you can look at most that gives you the confidence going into the second season you guys are going to fare well? Yeah, like you said, we've been on a little bit of a run here. We've won six of seven uh, with a loss to Greensburg in there that we played pretty tough. And, um, you know, we've just, uh, you know, kind of, I think probably what every coach is looking for throughout the season is some consistency, and um, and you know maybe an identity of you know, what can we point to by the end of the season that you know we know we're going to do this really well no matter right. who we're playing. And, right. And I think our, our defense here the last couple of weeks has really been um, is you know kind of set the tone for us. Um, we had some games uh, early in the year where you know we're just giving up too many uncontested shots, allowing too many offensive rebounds, and and you know we just weren't. We weren't getting as many shots up as we we, we normally should have, mm-hmm. and uh, you know here in the last couple of weeks we've really stepped it up, and with our length and and uh, if we're playing at a high level of intensity on defense, um, I think we should be hard to handle here this week. Graduated, um, and we we talked about it throughout the season. You graduated a decent amount of of firepower last year on that that semi state team, um, and as far as your your underclass or the people that you that you brought back this year, how much of that taste is still in their mouth of a, of a long uh, postseason run? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's always good to bring back guys that have been in that spot. Sure. <clears throat> um, but you know, anytime you have a team, you want to want to be hungry too. So we really only have two returning players from last year's run, and Matt Dickman and Devin Greasep, who were just you know were huge parts of that team. Um, <clears throat> had different roles this year, more leadership and right. and more creating offense. And um, last year, you know, we had Wyatt and Caleb, and they they created a lot of our offense. And so Matt, <clears throat> Matt and Devin were usually on the uh, receiving those passes. And right. this year, they're having to to make more plays and, and then still play their defense and everything. So um, to add into those guys, you know, um, we got a lot of good players to add to them. Our other uh, seniors, Corbin White, who missed uh, the beginning of the season um, due to an accident, and uh, he's really been helping us lately, provides a big body inside. Right. Um, Gavin Groth has, did an awesome job the other Friday. Uh, didn't, didn't score a point, but it really affected the game uh, by playing tough defense and, and handling the ball. Um, and then uh, our other, uh, we got some juniors and Landon Coleman uh, just really played hard the other night. Um, so we got plenty of guys to go with them, um, and uh, you know, and that and that's what we're looking for. So this group is <clears throat> very different than last year, but you know, really hungry. So mm-hmm. we came up a little short, um, and you know, sometimes that that helps your work ethic throughout the sure. the off season and so forth. So um, you know, looking for big things out of these guys as they get you know more opportunity to. to to show on the big stage here what they can do. You mentioned going down the stretch of the season. You you kind of you guys went up market a little bit, went up to Class Three uh, A and took on a, a game Greensburg team um, and played them very well, very close game. Um, what do you think? Uh, what did you learn about your team in that in that contest that could help you here in the tournament? Yeah, I mean we uh, they they really play good defense. Um, we we jumped out on them ten to four there in the first quarter and. Uh, they called a timeout and came with a full court press. So that was our a really good experience. You know, if mm-hmm. we have a lead here in one of these games, right. that you know, are we going to be able to handle it and and keep and hang on to the ball and and make teams foul us so we can shoot free throws? And and our guys have been handling the ball really well. You know, Seth Drockelman's another one that's been shooting the ball really well, and uh, you know, was handling the ball really well the other night. So. Um, you know that that was the biggest thing we gained from, especially playing all those all the EIC schools, is that it, you know it helps you get used to the physicality. Sure. Um, and you know, can you handle the pressure when the game's on the line, and right. and you feel that in those types of games for sure. Last question that I have for you, Coach. Again, just to recap, you guys will be playing in uh, the Edinburgh. Uh, sectional uh they'll they'll be the host school you open up play on wednesday your first game 6 p.m uh taking on southwestern of shelby um if you get a victory there then you'd be playing again on friday night and then hopefully playing for the championship on saturday i want you to finish this sentence for me coach if jacksondale is playing on saturday night it's because Uh, it's because we um we played our best games. You know, I think of these seven teams here, I, I think if, 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 if everybody played their best game on a given night, I think, think that we have the best team. Um, but you have to go do it. So, um, I, uh, you know, is, our defense has really set the tone. Whereas early in the year, if we weren't shooting well, we right. weren't beating a good team. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now I think, our, you know, as our defensive intensity has gotten better, that I think we can survive a night. Where uh, maybe we're not shooting the, the best that we that we are capable of, so um, you know we're looking forward to it. I've been in this 
and the, my first year it was kind of a, a similar type of a setup in the sectional where there was you know maybe two teams that everybody thought might win right. and a couple more that were right behind them and you know the Morristown beat us, and Southwestern Shelby ended up winning it, which right. nobody thought. And right. you know, obviously, last year we were a big, big, uh, <clears throat> um, big favorite, and we handled our business. So now we're back to you know several teams, if not all the teams, have a chance to win it, and and it's just time that you got to go out and and um, you know work, do the things that you worked on all year, and and get it done. There so it there it is. That's why we play the games. Exactly. <laughs> well, Coach, good luck to you. We look forward to seeing you. In fact, we will be carrying that game. Wednesday, 6 p.m. Uh, tip off with uh, pregame starting at about 5:45. Um, again, we look forward to seeing you there, and good luck. Thank you. Have a good night. Uh, all right, that was Coach Clint Bowman of Jacksonville Eagles, uh, trying to follow up that semi-state run they had last year with another deep run in the tournament. We've got so much more Co- Coach's Corner coming up for you in just a bit. Right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBI Radio. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville areas, parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. It was back and forth really until that final fourth quarter and we came out and made two threes and got a stop so we were up six they call a timeout but what we've been able to do I think is kind of take that two three that we've played and kind of adjust it to who we're playing right and I thought we had a good game plan against Greensburg because they've got some kids that are extremely good and our kids followed that game plan and we got it done what we wanted to get done on Friday night defensively. Uh, this Shelbyville team, they've got a, a pretty dynamic score. Young man just got into the 1,000-point yep. club, did that. At Batesville. Ollie Salmon, number one. Yes, that's correct. What type of uh, challenge does he present? Well, and they, 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 they've got a freshman by the name oh, of yeah. Claxton that's a good player also. His dad's one of the assistant coaches, was a good player at Shelbyville. Uh, they've got a kid by the name of Asher who's really been shooting it yep. well lately. Um they present problems because it's a little bit different than we had last Friday night because we think those guys can step out a step or two, maybe even three, behind the three-point line, right. which really stretches our two-three. Sure, sure. So, you know, we got to make some adjustments with that. And we've kind of become a team that's kind of thrown, thrown some junk defenses at you where right. we'll play some boxing one and do some things like that. We did that against Connersville and the Williams kid. That's That's been pretty effective for us this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, that, that Claxton, he had a couple of th- – I mean, NBA uh, range yes, threes yes. there in the, la- in the closing moments of that game. And I was just like, the range on this poor freshman. And Batesville held them down in the yes. second half. But those two guys scored the majority of Shelbyville's points that night, which has been kind of how that's gone, yeah. uh, especially since Claxton's been back because he missed a couple games with a hand injury. Coach, you've been doing this for some time. And – you know, I call it what you will. The tournament, the second season, sectional play, playoffs, whatever. It's just different. The game is played different. It's coached different. It's officiated I, different. All of those things. Mm-hmm. In your words, what makes postseason play different, and why? 
well, it's one and done. Uh, if you lose, you're going home. Right. And, and that's, you know, started a long time ago back in Indiana. And a lot of even our NCAA tournaments have kind of taken things from Indiana history. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what it is. You yeah. know, you get a lot of people that are that are going to show up that haven't come to a lot of games, right. uh, especially in these communities like your Osgoods and your Batesvilles and mm-hmm. your Greensburgs. They love it. Yes. Um, they get behind the kids. They follow. Uh, it's just – and it's fun. Um, you know, I, I got to spend Saturday, and this used to be a thing that we used to always do in, in, in uh, high school basketball. You would always go and practice at the school where you were going to play. Right. Now, the IHSA changed that rule a couple years ago where if you play a home game in their gym, you don't get to go now. Oh, okay. Columbus North comes to us during this regular season, so we spent the day right. Saturday with our team. And it's just, I mean, it's fun. Sure. It's a day that we need because we played on that Friday and we had to start talking about Shelbyville. Right. We watched a little film before we went, but that's just a fun day. Yeah. Um, it's just exciting and it's it's one and done, man. Yeah. If, if you lose, you go home. Um, it, can, it can mean things for a really good team who is supposed to win. Right. And, and a team maybe like us that maybe nobody expects to win, but, you know, you can put yourself in a situation where it's just one game, 32 minutes. Right. You only have to beat them one time. It's not a series. Sure. One time. There you go. There you go. Uh, so if we look at your bracket, again, you open up with Shelbyville tomorrow night. You get past Shelbyville, and then on Friday night, Whiteland will be there waiting for you. That's correct, yep. You get past Whiteland, you'll play in the championship game Saturday night. I'll ask you the same question, and I want you to finish this sentence for me. If the Trojans are playing Saturday night, it's because? Um, it's because... It's because we've done a nice job defending those two teams that we're about to play. One team that we're going to play because we got to get to Friday night. <laughs> um, but also, what's been really big for us this year, mm-hmm. offensively, we don't score a lot of points. Right. Our kids have kind of bought into we're going to be patient right. because we do play pretty good defense. And if we've got the ball, we don't have to guard those guys. Right, right. And, and the huge thing for us has been our live ball turnovers. What I've asked our kids to do is give us a chance to defend. Right. If we right. hand it to you and you go down and make a layup, we, we can't defend that. We have right. no chance. Right. So we can't let Shelbyville, we can't let Whiteland do that to us to be playing on Saturday night. All right. Well, Coach, listen, uh, we look forward to it. Um, Tuesday night, if memory serves correct, we will be there. Sounds great. Um, at the at uh, Columbus North. North. That's where that those games mm-hmm. will be played. We'll be there with you at 6 uh, p.m. tip. Pre-game will start at about 5.45. Be sure to tune in. Coach, good luck. We'll see you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. That was the East Central Trojans head coach, Dave Disbro, and we've got a whole lot more coming your way right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI. Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney, broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza. And this episode brought to you by George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bruns, Gutswillen. Just finished speaking with East Central head coach Dave Disbro. Those guys will be in tonight, uh, will be in action tomorrow night. In fact, it's the first game um, of their particular sectional. It'll be the first game of our 
boys' sectional coverage. Uh, they'll be playing Shelbyville uh, down at the Columbus North sectional. Tip-off, 6 p.m. We'll have pregame at about 5.45. Let's keep going onward and upward. Joining us now is the North Decatur Charger head coach, Coach P.J. Metz. Coach, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me back. So, Coach, let's recap the season. In a fine season, it has been for the Chargers. 19-5 and overall, perfect in the Mid-Hoosier Conference. Uh, you guys were able to win the conference championship. Winner of 10 of your last 11 as you go into the tournament, and you got a 43-40 win against Rushville as you kind of went up market and played a, a much bigger school. Um, I don't think I'm giving away any secrets here when I say you guys are poised, picked, whatever you want to say, to win this section. It'll be the first time since 2016 and you'll be playing the host school. You'll be playing South Ripley in your first game. Um, and you've got all the way to Friday before you guys even play. So a short trip, if you would, to uh, a sectional title. Um, with all of that said and the way things are shaping, shaping up, how do you feel about uh, the squad right now going into sectional play? I feel really well. Um, you know, we're playing some really good basketball right now. Um, and, you know, Rushville, even though it was close, um, it was a little bit of a wake-up call. You know, mm-hmm. we had kind of played them earlier in the season and uh, beat them pretty handedly at Richmond. Um, and I think we kind of got up on them early and relaxed a little bit. Right. Um, and they right. were able to kind of keep it close. Um, but, you know, I take a silver lining out of that entire game was we had to play tight down the stretch. And yes. we really haven't had to do that a ton this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I told the guys, going into the locker room, if we're fortunate enough to, to win a sectional title, nobody's going to remember 43-40, yes. you know, the yes. last game before sectional but um uh, it it allowed us to to play like i said in a tight situation that i think if you want to win a sectional title or beyond you've got to be able to play in close games and we got a lot of good growth and learning experience from that from that game and not just that game i mean you had other games when when you and i talked earlier in the season you had that weekend stretch where you beat batesville and east central um at home right Um, And, and and like you said you know good moving up and uh, playing the higher class and, and playing great competition against good coaches and game plans and uh, those kind of games are are what helps you win games in March. Right, no doubt about that. As I look at your particular uh, draw in the sectional uh, give me a second I think I just look there we go. So you've got um, like I said a short trip because you guys will play South Ripley on Friday um and then we'll be taking on either Hauser or the winner of the Switzerland County Milan game. That's the first game in that sectional at South Ripley. Um, and I mean, I guess if you, I mean, you couldn't have drew it up any better in terms of getting the bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, one win will get you right to the to the championship. Um, any preference on who you care to see? <laughs> no, not really. Um, you know, whatever it is, we want, we know we want to take it one game at a time. Sure. Um, you know, playing record-wise, the second the the second best record-wise team in our sectional right out of the gate. Um, hopefully, you know, we can keep our focus yeah. this entire week. We're not looking ahead at anybody, um, knowing that if we do want to take care of business, we are going to have to go through South Ripley at some point. So sure. drawing it up to play them right out of the gate, you know, that's fine by us. Um, and then the bottom half of the bracket, the only team we haven't seen is Switzerland County. Um, and I know they're down one of their better players this year. But, 
And we beat um, Hauser by 13, beat Milan by 13. But then again, both of those teams have probably grown quite mm-hmm. tremendously since we played them last time. So we're going to take it a game at a time. Um, we've, we've, our motto has been this entire year, if we get beat, it's because of uh, we beat ourselves, so to right. speak, a little right. bit. So regardless of opponent, um, I feel really good about where we're at. Um, if we can just come out and play an efficient ball game, I like sure. our chances. Let's go back to that Rushville game because it was relatively close, but you pulled out the victory, most importantly. When you look at that game, what did you learn about your team? Uh, you know, it was great to see the grit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, n- there wasn't panic. Right. You know, these guys have, uh, have come a long way in three years, um, being baptized by fire as sophomores playing varsity. Um, and, and we were down two, I think, a single possession uh, with about a minute to go. Yep. Uh, called a timeout, just kind of drew something up. Let's look at this. Well, it ended up being a broken play. Right. Um, and I didn't call another timeout. And lo and behold, uh, one of our seniors stepped up and buried a big three. And the same senior um, got a steal and tip out and was able to convert another layup to go up by three. So it was just good to see us execute. There and they go. executed how we've taught them to execute. And it didn't take me calling a timeout to draw something up. Um, but they had confidence in their abilities and their experience to know how to take back control of that game, and they ended right. up getting it done. All right. All right. Good deal there. Uh, you know, Coach, by now everybody knows about the success of the football team having their semi-state run. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as uh, that had a, you know, We called the vast majority of those games, and I had a chance to see that firsthand and, and spent time talking with Coach and some of the players. And I remember at the time – I uh, said to Coach Stern, or at least asked the question, but intimated that that type of success on the football team is going to spill over to other areas of of North Decatur. It's going to spill over into some of the other sports. As we mentioned, haven't won a sectional title since 2016. What would it mean to the community at North Decatur? for the Chargers to go on a long postseason run? Oh, it would be awesome. Um, you know, it, it's great. We're looking up into the stands, and we're getting people back to games. Yes. And we're getting a full gym. And I know COVID kind of hurt that a little bit. Sure. But um, we are. I, I think success breeds success. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and football doing what they did and us sharing a lot of the same athletes with the same right. mentality. Right. Um, and, and our senior class is, is deep and talented. Right. Um, and then you, then you supplement that around our underclassmen. You know, I've got a phenomenal junior, um, and then I've got – a really talented freshman, but, you know, they complement each other well. Um, But to go back to your earlier statement, just continuing to build on the success factor, um, changing the mindset, changing the culture, not not that it ever needed self, you know, fully fixed or corrected, but just kind of self-correcting a little bit and getting getting back to, you know, charger basketball, winning charger basketball and those types of things. No doubt. I will. Uh, I'll ask you now, Coach. The last question. This is the money question that we, money one. <laughs> that we ask all all of our coaches here tonight. Um, if I go back, I'm just looking at your sectional draw again. You guys will open up on Wednesday. I'm sorry, on Friday, taking on South Ripley. You get by South Ripley, then you'll be looking at the winner of either Hauser, Switzerland County, Milan. They'll they'll play each other. So the winner out of those three and you'll play in a championship there on Saturday night. If the Chargers are live Saturday night playing for a championship, it'll be because of our offensive efficiency. 
Um, the best games that we've played this year are when we've got all three phases going. Um, you know, we're driven mainly by a big guy who can score at all three levels. Mm-hmm. We've got a point guard who's able to get into almost any gap out on the floor. And then you surround him with a couple really nice shooters and a couple nice facilitators. Um, and, and as long as we're not forcing things and we're passing up good for grade, um, I think that we're going to be okay. All right. Well, Coach, we look forward to see how things go for you. And there's no doubt we'll be talking again as the tournament goes along. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. That was head coach P.J. Metz of North Decatur Charger Basketball. And we've got more Coach's Corner coming up in a sec right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. We don't sell you cars. We help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell your cars, we help you buy them. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ice's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. Welcome back to Coach's Corner. Uh, here at Live from Ison's Family Pizza, we want to thank our sponsors, uh, Margaret Mary Help. <coughs> Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. <clears throat> Just finished a conversation with uh, Chargers, <laughs> North Decatur Chargers head coach PJ Metz. And incidentally, as things just shaped up that way, the Chargers will be taking on South Ripley Raiders. And lo and behold, that's who sits in front of me, head coach of the Raiders. Coach Sevy Beach, Coach, welcome to the program. Terrence, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Let's recap the season: eleven and twelve overall, four and two in the ORVC. Um, your last uh, two games heading into the tournament um, went up market just a little bit. Took on uh, a tough Greensburg team as well as Jackson Dale. Um, if your efforts here would, are successful here in the postseason, this would be your first sectional title since. 2017, and just to add to the fray, you guys, of course, are the host school um, for this particular sectional as well. Coach, when you look back over your body of work this season, um, how do you feel going into sectional play? Um, you know, yeah, we we started off uh, February one four or five to start. You know, with a big game with Southwestern Hanover that was uh, you know really really good effort for us. And then, as you mentioned, these last two with Jacksonville and Greensburg um, were really good for us. You know, we rather rather would have won those, of course, uh, but really good sectional prep for us because uh, you know we've got our hands full with North Decatur and a really good team across the board, really physical. And um, you know, it was good to play Greensburg. We gave them a good game. Um, didn't have a couple bounces go our way late. And then Jackson Dell at their place Friday was a huge game for share the conference and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. And you know you got to win a game like that to win win the tournament in March. And um, you know we we got a you know nine point lead on on Jack on Friday and then went ice cold from there. Mm. Um, you know so we ended up not shooting very well. Um, 
you know, percentage-wise for the whole game. But uh, So hopefully get back in the friendly confines of our home place, you know, right. hosting it this week on Friday. And um, everybody loves to play at home. So yeah. that'll be nice and typically uh, shoot pretty well there. So um, it'll be nice to get back at home. It's interesting. It seems like a lot of teams this era, in this area have used Greensburg as a final or next to final tune-up. Um, you'd be the third team that played Greensburg late in the season here in that desire, you know, to sharpen the sword, if you would, uh, before tournament play. Um, it was a close game, though, Coach. 53-47 was the final. What did you learn, though, about your team just from watching and coaching that game? Uh, you know, I think we could tell that we've grown up a little bit. Right. Uh, you know, we, we got down early um, and, and settled down and finally saw a couple of shots go in and mm-hmm. battled our way back and, and actually got up and got the momentum on our side. Um, you know, and then uh, wish we could have executed just a little bit better uh, in the middle of the fourth quarter, you know, and kind of keep that momentum going just a little bit. Uh, but it was good to see, you know, early in the year, um, if we'd gotten off to a slow start, you know, then we then we really kind of struggled, um, you know, maturity-wise. And it was good to see that we've kind of gotten over that right. uh, and, and battled back and got the momentum back in our favor. So that was good to see. Um, you know, and Greensburg's are a really, really good team, as always. Stacy does a great job with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, it, overall, that was a, a good night for sectional prep for us. Good deal. Now, now just like North Decatur, you guys get the benefit of, a, of, a, of the good draw, if you would. It's a short trip to um, a championship game, uh, you know, beat North Decatur, easily easily said, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, something like that. And you're playing Saturday night. Um, that, uh, that, in, that in and of itself, you add that with being a host team playing at home. Now, let me, let me, let's back up for that. Of course, I agree with you, playing at home, um, your players are going to be comfortable. Um, they can stay with their routine, whatever that may be. Um, but does it put, as a coach, though, hosting, does it put more on your shoulders in terms of making sure everybody's where they need to be and so forth and so on? Um, sure, maybe a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, I think I, I try to just take it as another game. Yeah. You know, and, and it is March, so it is, uh, you know, an extra added element to it, no matter where you're playing. But, um, you know, like we like you said, uh, North Decatur, uh, you know, we'll have our hands full. We, we played a good battle back at the beginning of December, uh-huh. um, you know, and they made some plays down the stretch. I think their experience, you know, in our uh, – our full group wasn't as experienced as theirs. Right. Helped them out on their home floor. So we are excited to play them. You know, it's uh, – you know, like you said, talking to Coach Metz, uh, you know, the, on paper they're the they're the favorite that the other four are chasing, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm glad. You know, yeah, I, I like that we only have to play two games, right? Um, you know, and that we get a week to to prep for them. You know, um, but it's March; anything can happen, and sure. you got to show up and win. And you know, whoever is able to to come out of our game with them on Friday night will you know have to be ready to go. And just because you won that game Friday night, uh, you know, whoever that is that comes out of that Hauser. Hauser game on Friday uh, is is going to be chomping at the bit, sure, you know, sure. thinking that they're probably getting overlooked. So whoever wins our game will have to bounce back quick and be ready to go on Saturday. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about it. The back to back aspect of it there, uh, Coach. You know, just like uh, all of our listeners, you know, it's a special time of year when you when you get to the second season and everything is so so different. You know. When you look at regular season versus postseason, it's played different. It's coached different. As Coach Disbro said, it's officiated differently. Everything changes. But in your own words, what is it that makes postseason play so different and why? Uh, I think just the overall atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, it's just 
it's a, it's just a little bit of a different game, right. um, you know, and that's why I like games like, uh, you know, Greensburg down here late in the year and, and finishing the year with Jacksonville, you know, not sectional opponents, but they're going to be physical, hard-fought games right. where you've got to be mentally and physically mature enough to, to get through those things and, and go execute things and make them happen because right. that's what's going to ha- you're going to have to do, you know, at least two nights a week sure. uh, to win the sectional in March and just just the overall atmosphere of, uh, you know, the way the state tournament is in Indiana, it's just uh, nothing compares to it. It's just the best time of the year, in my opinion. No doubt about that. Coach, we'll finish off here with, with the money question. Um, you get by uh, North Decatur. You're on to the championship game on Saturday night. If the Raiders are alive and playing on Saturday night, it'll be because? Uh, we, we've executed on both ends. You know, we, we've gotten ourselves close uh numerous times all year long and gotten over the hump with Southwestern and, and South Dearborn here in um, February and been close, you know, these last two, like we've said. Uh, but we've got to turn our defense, which we've been pretty good as, a, as of late, you know, keeping people around 50 or under. Um, but we've got to turn that into uh, some baskets, uh, you know, on the other end. So, you know, if we're, if we're able to, to play on, on Saturday and, and win two this week, it's, it's because we've been able to execute um, on both ends of the floor. All right. Well, Coach, we wish you all the best of luck in your endeavors, and um, hopefully you are alive and playing on Saturday night. As always, appreciate it, Terrence. (laughs) All right. That was head coach of South Ripley basketball, Coach Sevy Beach, and we've got more coaches right here on Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI. Coach's Corner continues here on Country 103.9. Terrence Arney with you, broadcasting from Ison's Family Pizza. And we'd like to thank our sponsors, the aforementioned Ison's Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick. So we've talked to two teams that'll be taking place in that South Ripley uh, sectional, uh, Class 2A in North Decatur and South Ripley. In fact, those two teams will play each other on Friday night. And uh, most likely, they'll have an opportunity to play uh, the uh, team that's coached by the young man that's sitting in front of me right now. The third team from that sectional, we're sitting with head coach of the Milan Indians, Coach Matthew Pickerel. Coach, welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. So, Coach, uh, let's run through the season really quickly here. 8-15 and 15 overall, you guys finished – Tied for a share of the ORVC uh, with four and two. In fact, tied with South Ripley there. Um, You close out the season with uh, two straight wins, back-to-back wins heading into sectional play. uh, A big win over Shaw Memorial and then um, a huge win over Union County there on Friday night. Um, You guys haven't won uh, a sectional crown since 19. Uh, You definitely... Well, I would love to uh, host that trophy Absolutely. up one more time. Um, and you guys will be in action taking on uh, Switzerland County. In fact, you guys will be opening up that particular sectional on Tuesday night. That's tomorrow night. And it looks like game time there is going to be 6.30 um, for that one. Um, Switzerland County, 9-13 and 13 on the season. And again, that game being played at South Ripley. Coach, when you look at the um, 
body of work you guys have put together for uh, uh, this season. How do you feel going into sectional play? Um, like you said, looking back at the season, you know, eight wins. I'd always like that to be a little bit more. Sure. Um, where we had set our goals um, as coaches and, you know, talking with our players, almost everybody said we wanted to have a, a 500 record or better this year. Right. Um, and so, you know, you fall short of that. And so you're disappointed with that. But you also have to look at the potential that we have. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, if we go out there and we play well and we play our game, you know, what are we capable of? Sure. And I think we're capable of beating any team in our sectional. But we also know that on the same token, you can get beat by anybody <laughs> in your sectional. And so right. you got to make sure you prepare the right way. you got to come out and play hard every single night and be locked into what you're doing. Um, there's no use in looking forward mm-hmm. in sectional play. You've yeah. just got to worry about the game you've got because that's all you're guaranteed. Yeah. Um, you know, told the guys today at practice, you know, this could be it. This could be the last time we're ever together practicing as sure. a group. Sure. Um, and so you just have to prepare like it's every day could be your last day. Um, right. And you just have to fight for one more day no matter what. Um, on Tuesday, so many of the teams in the state will be sent home and right. it's over for them. And you just got to hope that you're one of the teams that's still alive and still fighting for a chance. Um, so just prepare like every day's your last and then go out there and give it your all. Well, Coach, I could hear it in your, your voice that, that you get it in terms of the finality of, of the second season. Does it weigh on you, though, as a coach in the fact that this might be the last chance that you'll have with this group of young men. I mean, you'll graduate some and some mm-hmm. will come back, but you'll never have this team, another chance to teach, to coach, to lead these young men uh, again. Um, it weighs on me in a way, but I just try to convey that more to the guys. Sure. You know, um, as a player, you don't ever really realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can still remember it being a high school senior and thinking, you know, this this goes on forever. Right. And it's all you know. Like right. That's all you know growing up, as sure. you know, is, is one sports season rolls into the next, and you just right. continue to do that over and over again. Um, but there's an expiration date on everything. And sure. um, the season will come to an end for these guys at some point this year. And, you know, we're just fighting to keep that going as long as possible. So it's just trying to get them to understand, of you know, how serious every day is and how if you're not prepared, even if you expected to win a game, right. you know, if you're not prepared and you go out there, anybody's capable of beating you and, and you're ending your season. Um, and so you just got to make sure that you're prepared and that you take your destiny in, into your own hands. Let's look at this two-game win streak that you just closed out the season with. So you do go into uh, the tournament with some momentum, um, particularly the, the the 70 points that you scored um, when you took on Union County. What did you learn about the squad in those games? Um, that was nice to see a little bit of an offensive you know, outbreak there, especially in the second half. Um, that game was still close at halftime, and mm-hmm. the first quarter was a very close game. Um, and so to be able to go and open it up and get it to be a 20-point game and uh, that being our senior night, being able to get everybody on the floor and everybody right. scored that night, um, that was really big for us too. Um, but just to kind of break through on offense, our defense has been pretty solid, but mm-hmm. we've gone on a few games where we've just not made very many shots. and. Right. Um, we have to have a lot of guys contribute. We have about five guys that are averaging almost 10 points. You know, they're in that eight to nine to 10 point range. Um, And so it's just all five of them have to contribute on a night, you know, for us to get into the 50s. And then the bench players have to help out some. And, you know, that's where we're going to end up. But we've been scoring in the 40s, and it's hard to beat anybody in the 40s. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that just means that there's people that aren't contributing. And, you know, we're not meeting our averages. We're not meeting our output that we need. Um, so to see those guys break through and maybe just get a little bit of confidence too, right? Um, because you know when you're playing that well on defense and things just aren't working for you on offense, it can be a hard thing to do over and over again. True, true. So hopefully we, to break through this last week and you know the guys kind of start to get back in that rhythm of making shots and you know distrusting what we're doing mm-hmm. and seeing things work out there on the floor. So just to get back to that a little bit.
that I think will be big for their confidence. Okay. And, uh, Coach, I'll, I'll, I'll end with the, with the money question that, we, that we're asking everyone. Uh, again, as I look back at your path, um, tomorrow night, 6.30 tip, you'll take on Switzerland County. You get by Switzerland County, then you take on Hauser uh, there on Friday night. You get past Hauser, you'd be playing on Saturday night. Um, and, and the question is, if the Indians are alive playing for a championship on Friday night, it's because? Everybody's playing together on offense. Um, we're going to have multiple guys contribute. I don't think it's going to be because one person you know, goes crazy and has mm-hmm. 25, 30 points. Right. We're just really not that type of a team. Um, but we can get multiple people into double digits. Um, we can really get out and transition and push the ball and score quickly and try to get easy buckets. Um, so I think it's just going to be on the offensive end. I, I trust our guys on defense, and we, we've been there all year long right. um, on that side of the basketball. It's just a matter of getting things to click all together at once on the offensive side. And if we do that, I think we'll be in a great spot. All right. Well, Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck on tomorrow night. We look forward to seeing you guys. All right. Thank you. Appreciate All right, it. that was the Milan Indians head coach, Coach Matt Pickerel, joining us on the show. We've got more coming up right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Right, thanks, Harris. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville areas, parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. We have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to uh, Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney, broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza here in downtown Batesville on George Street. You drive by, wave, blow the horn, let us know you're listening. Brought to you this evening in part by Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, and Bronze Gutswiller. Um, should be some exciting basketball at that uh, Ripley County um, sectional. We talked to um, three of those participants in uh, North Decatur, South Ripley, the host school. Then, of course, Milan. It's going to be some great basketball. If you get a chance, you should head down to the gym and check those games out. South Ripley. Uh, excuse me, uh, Milan rather, will be in action. They'll play in uh, game one, taking on Switzerland County. That's on Tuesday, tomorrow night, tip-off 6.30. And joining us now as we move from Class 2A into Class 3A, uh, Batesville head coach Aaron Garrett now on the program. Coach, welcome to the show. Good to see you. Always good to see you, Coach. Let me recap the uh, season with you here. 16-6 and six overall. Um, five and two in the EIAC um, in a lot of conferences that gets you one or two, but gets you third in um, a very tough conference. Uh, winners of straight uh, seven straight 
as you head into sectional play. And, of course, you close out the regular season um, last week with a victory at home over a very game uh, Shelbyville team, 55-49. As, um, should things go the Bulldogs' way, and you host up the trophy on Saturday night, be the first time since 2019. Um, we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, a very good draw. In fact, that you get the buy. Uh, you guys can just sit and wait till Friday night. One game, and you're in the championship, and you'll be playing the winner of Franklin County Rushville, who would then take on uh, Greensburg. On uh, yeah, I said that right. We would play the winner of Franklin County Rushville. Thank you. Yep. Yep. All right. So with all that said, and you look at your body of work the, in, the entire season. Um, how confident are you in uh, the team's play right now heading into the sectional? We're ready to go. So it's a big week. It's a fun week. If To one point of clarification, we finished second in the IAC with, with East Central knocking right, off Greensburg. That's right. That's yep. right. So we tied there for second. Nobody's able to knock off Connorsville during the, during the conference season this year. So very, very proud of that for the guys. And I like how we're doing things. We were able to, to sharpen some things tonight. We will practice tomorrow, go up and watch the first round of the sectional who we play the winner of. And starting Wednesday, we can really dial in and, and get in, get going on who we're going to play. Coach, you are, I ask you this question because of your position, if you would, as a historian of basketball in this part of the, the state. And, you know, I really don't care what sport you're talking about, whether it be football, baseball, basketball, when you get to the postseason, it's different. It's played different. It's coached different. Uh, Coach Disborough pointed out it's officiated different. Um, in your opinion, what is it that makes sectional play so different and why? Well, And you add that to our for our specific sectional, it's a conference tournament outside yeah. of East Central. All the other conference schools are there. I think I looked the other day on John Harrow. I think we've got the sixth hardest sectional in terms of winning percentage of the teams in the sectional throw in experienced coaches there's a lot of wins in that sectional and the kids know each other the coaches know each other so it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle so when we talk about earlier about the draw in terms of the importance of that buy yeah. that becomes of, of extreme importance and then just the we're blessed in this pocket of the state to still have a lot of passion for high school basketball right. so for example wednesday night i think that gym will be awfully busy wednesday night in terms of up there at greensburg we get the Friday night, if, if it plays out on paper like people say it would, if it's greensburg Connorsville in the second game, us and, and the winner of the Tuesday night game in the first game, we'll have over 4,000 people there, approaching 5,000 people, sure. kind of like it has been in the past in some of our games. So we're, we're blessed because not every sectional site will have that kind of rabid fan bases following along. So it's just all the mixture of everything in terms of seasons on the line. If There'll be upsets. Right, there will be upsets. There'll be you talk about officiating. Been on both sides of that. You've, you've got these crews put together that have never, some of them never officiate together. Right. So they're going to have nerves. They're human beings. They're going to miss things. So it's just it's all those and, and the overall thing is you're in the arena. Yeah. So why do we do this to ourselves as coaches? Sometimes you ask yourself that, but to be with our guys and have them in the arena to the, for their community members, their peers to be there cheering them on. There's nothing better. I'm, I'm fired up, and there's going to be some awesome sectionals around here in terms of Coach Bowman, who you had on earlier. He's already gotten to 50 wins in three years, which is incredible, following the run from last year. That's going to be a good sectional. South Ripley, you have arguably two of the better sophomores in the area going against a senior-laden team. Right. That's going to be a fun game to see how that plays out. Um, Coach Disbro over at Columbus. Um, 
tough. Don't get him out. Don't get him out. He's one of the, and no offense to anybody else, but he's absolutely one of the best coaches I go against in terms of his kids are always ready. There's to be something you have to just counter in a game in terms of what he's going to roll out against you. The game within the game, yeah. He's hard to go against in terms of officials. I mean, yeah. he can really he has he can really communicate with those officials in a way where you've got to be on your game too to, to level that out. So I'm excited to see what what East Central is able to do because that when they had this Friday night it was incredible, and they're playing better. I mean, yeah. we just happened to shoot it really well early in that game. So all around, then you have our our section was just going to be a free for all in terms of just how competitive that's going to be. Good deal, good deal there. Um, if you look back at the, the regular season, is there a signature win and, and I don't know, maybe a signature loss. Is there a signature game on the season that you can point to that um, you know, the outcome of that game you came out of and you said, you know what, we're going to be okay? From the very beginning, I, I, I felt like and my staff and I talked, we, we knew we had a solid team. Yeah. Now, we've had to overcome some things in terms of learning how to win, putting the pieces of this group together. But Terrence, I would argue, and, I, and I've said this to the guys, on paper, we've won every game we're supposed to win. Yeah. We're still searching for that game maybe we're not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. So can we take care of business Friday and get a good win and then really get a win that nobody probably expects us to get on a Saturday night? Right. That will be what I'm looking forward to in terms of if our guys can climb the ladder on Saturday night, they've, they've done it against a formidable foe and opponent because nobody on the other side of the bracket has less than 15 wins. Yeah. So the Bulldogs are still searching, and, and once you get into a one-and-done tournament, I'll put our team up against anybody for, for a game. We don't have to win a f- five- or seven-game series. Right. It's one and done. We've got some interesting pieces. We have some interesting schematics in terms of our offense and defense. We're, uh, we're ready to roll. Okay. And that leads us into the money question, Coach. Um, let's look back at this bracket again. You guys get the bye. You don't play until Friday night, and you'll be playing the winner of Rushville, Franklin County. You get that win, and then you're in the championship game playing – either a Greensburg or a Connorsville, presumably. The question is, and I want you to finish this sentence for me, if the Bulldogs are alive on Saturday night playing for a championship, it's because? Big Smooth. I'll start with Cole Pride, right? He stands out figuratively 6'6", 6'11", wingspan. He's, he's carried us all year offensively, defensively, and he's going to take his guys with him. So we've really come together these last few weeks in terms of I love how we're playing. So from a from a basketball X's and O standpoint, you can ask the guys. They should probably be able to tell you I'm for sure after the week practices we've had, we got to box out every time. Yes. If we can take care and, and close out defensive possessions, that gives us an incredible chance. And you know I've talked about this. You could probably answer this for me. If we will not have turnovers, yeah. Just we got we got to take care of the ball better, give ourselves a chance to put our defense on the other end and get it set up because then we become very very tough to to go against and score against. So if we can do those things, take care of the ball, take care of the defensive boards, I, I think it gives us one heck of an opportunity to, to cut down those nets. Coach, I appreciate your time. As always, we look forward to seeing you on a Friday night. We will be carrying that game. That's Friday with a 6 p.m. tip-off. Pre-game will start at about 5.45. Um, don't know the opponent, either Rushville or Franklin County, but all the same, uh, we'll have it. And, Coach, good luck. Hey, great job as a coach, but more so as a fan. I was listening as I 
before I camp here, I'll listen as I go back home and watch film. It's you're doing quite a service to the area, and it's fun listening to all their, their coaches and hear how they see things and how things are for them going into the season. So, well done, my friend. I, I appreciate that, Coach. That is Bulldog head coach Aaron Garrett on the program, and we've got much, much more. Stay tuned, folks. More Coach's Corner coming up after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ice's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRBI. Coach's Corner continues here on Country 103.9 WRBI. We are broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza. And we want to thank our sponsors, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, and Bruns Gutswiller. We just finished speaking with Bulldog head coach Aaron Garrett. They finished number two in EIAC, and they'll be in action on Friday night, taking on the winner of Tuesday's night's contest between Rushville and Franklin County. We'll have that game. 6 p.m. tip-off, pregame starting at 5.45. Joining the program now, another EIAC school. And we've got the head coach of the Franklin County Wildcats, Coach Mark Foster. Coach, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Let's recap the season. Uh, coach, 9-13 and 13 overall, finished 7th in the EIAC. Um, uh, the... Uh, uh, a challenging season, and most of that was was the health of the team. Uh, you got hit with the the injury injury bug there, and it definitely impacted, um, uh, you know, the outcome of the season for you. But the great thing about Indiana basketball, none of that matters now. It's it is the second season, um, and no doubt you guys will be ready to go. That's we'll we'll start there. Talk to us a little bit about the health of the team. Yeah, um, you know, we started out pretty well, 5-0, and 8-3, uh, and, and then we had a bunch of mishaps happen all at one time, uh-huh. um, and we had two discipline issues that had, we had to take care of, and um, and then our best player in Brain Ertle went down with an injury, um, which sidelined him for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, thousand point score for us in the school and uh so it was uh tough sledding um (laughs) there for a bit right um but the uh good thing is you know the young guys uh, got some experience where sure um they've helped along and kept gotten getting better and better and better throughout the year just because they had to be thrown into the fire sure um but yes it was very very tough there for a while um but it's, we get we're getting better and healthier each day. Good deal. Good deal. Had an opportunity to uh, see you guys in action at home. You were taking on East Central in that game, and, um, and that was what jumped off to me. Despite not having a lot of fire, firepower, I mean, who can replace a thousand point score? Um, but you guys fought tough, and that game was in the balance heading down the stretch. Uh, when you look at the challenges that you've had to overcome this season. Um, and maybe that is what it is, but what is it that gives you the confidence going into sectional play that you guys are going to be just fine? Well, I mean, I think hopefully we get, uh, hopefully we can get everybody back, um, yeah. and that's still a big question mark still today oh, as wow. we leave today. Um, but I know that uh, 
the guys that were given the opportunity and um, were forced to play mm -hmm. um, have gotten better and better, and the game's slowing down for them. Sure. Um, I know they were with big eyes there for a while, three or four games, mm -hmm. and it's just the speed was really tough on them, physicality and all of that. Um, but I really feel comfortable with the strides they've made here in probably the last I don't know, six to seven, eight games. Good deal. Good deal. You guys will open up uh, play. In fact, uh, you play on, well, it's the very first game of, right. of this particular sectional, the Greensburg sectional. Take it on Rushville. What kind of challenges does a team like the Lions present? It, you watch them on film, and it's kind of like a whole different team because we played them first year, first out of the gate. Right. I mean, we're talking November, and you know how a season can go, sure, and, and sure. things change, and people start getting better, and some people are being replaced, and injuries happen, right. and all this stuff. And so, we had to really reset everything here since the sectional draw came out, and really look at them. Uh, my assistant coach, Coach Stang, has done an awesome job of really breaking down a lot of film on them. Um, we had to pretty much relearn them, to be 100% honest yeah. with you, with all the games we've had since we played them. I mean, their big kid underneath is really, really good. Um, he's going to give us all the all the struggles we can ask for um, just because he's you know physical he mm -hmm. um, has a pretty good skill set plays really really hard um, so that's going to be the first obstacle and then they have a couple guards that can shoot it as well all right uh, you know one of the things that um, that I like and maybe others don't what I like about this time of year uh, when you get into the tournament play it's just different right I mean it's completely different from regular season. The style of play is different. You coach differently. Um, some even said the officials officiate differently when you get to postseason play. But, but just in your opinion, what is it that makes Indiana postseason basketball so different than the regular season and why? Well, I think number one is, is the interest uh, that mm -hmm. it brings. I mean, right. uh, people that may not have been to a couple games throughout the year, all of a sudden, if it's sectional time, they're going to come watch you play right. um, because it's the end of the year and everybody gets fired up for Indiana basketball and the sectional for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but I think just the, the how prepared each team is for each other, mm -hmm. I think the um, – the want of mainly the seniors not wanting it to be their last game. Right. I mean, they're fighting for every loose ball. They're fighting for everything, and they're starting to see that the end's coming. Sure. And uh, sure. I think that it just raises the level of play. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. And that brings us to uh, uh, the money question, Coach. Let, let me, uh, let's recap this sectional. You guys open up on Tuesday, tomorrow, 7 p.m., tip-off against Rushville. Should you get by Rushville, you'll take on Batesville on Friday night. You get by them, you're playing Saturday night for the championship. My question is, and actually I just want you to complete this sentence for me. If the Wildcats are alive on Saturday night and playing for a championship, it's because... Because we got hot at the right time, <laughs> um, to be perfectly honest with you. Because, I mean, if you look at our sectional, you've got two teams that's won 18 games, one's won 16, and I think one's won 17. I mean, um, it's a really, really strong sectional. Yeah. It says a lot for the IAC um, as a whole. 
um, and there's some really, really good coaches um, within the IAC, and there's really, really good players. So, um, you know, it, we would just have to get hot um, at the right time, which, as you know, a lot of crazy stuff happens in the sectionals, um, and I – you know, you never know what's going to happen until it's that time. It's why we play the game, That's right? That's 100% <laughs> correct, yes. All right, Coach. Well, good luck tomorrow night taking on Rushfield, the Greensburg sectional. And we look forward to seeing you later on down the road. Appreciate what you do for high school basketball. Thank you. All right. That was head coach Mark Foster of the Franklin County Wildcats. Again, in action tomorrow night, 7 p.m., they'll take on Rushville. More Coach's Corner coming up just after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there on 103.9 WRBI. Coach's Corner continues in our boys sectional preview. Let's change gears a little bit. Let's jump uh, back to class 1A sectional. That section will be held down at Edinburgh. I want to thank our sponsors for making the broadcast possible. Baseball Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana, REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Joining us now on the program is the Olenberg Academy Twisters head coach, Coach Michael Higdon. Coach, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Coach, let me just, let's recap the season. Um, challenging season, 16-15 overall. Um, and uh, a tough, a tough road to hoe, if you would, coming down the stretch, heading into um, the tournament. But you guys played very, very well last Tuesday night against South Decatur. Um, in fact, you draw the bye, um, and that's exactly who you'll end up playing in uh, your first game, which will be on uh, tomorrow. 7 p.m. Oh, nope, scratch that. Yeah, you're uh, you're play the winner, rather. That's what I meant to say. You'd play the winner of South Decatur and Edinburgh, and conventional wisdom would suggest that it would be South Decatur. Um, and that would be your game Friday night at 6 p.m. Um, to get things uh, started there for you. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, particularly how well you guys played uh, last Tuesday night and what you learned about your about your squad um you know i mean we've we've got a pretty inexperienced team mm-hmm. um we got a lot of guys that um i think we returned about four points a game from sure. last year's squad um and not a ton of varsity experience overall so it's been um kind of a learning experience and kind of shifting from a zone to a man has been a learning experience for them as well um but i mean just the improvement that i've seen in them has been pretty huge right um you know i mean i think if we play south decatur early on um it's probably not much of a game but um, yeah, you know, we had um, some chances and, um, you know, we played pretty well in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, we've talked a lot about in practice, not just standing, but um, cutting and moving without the ball. And I thought sure. we did that really well in the first half against them. Um, and then they kind of put some pressure on us. And I think that's the first time we've really um, not handled a press very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's things that we see and we learn and sure. uh, things we can go back and try to fix. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, you do though the, the the break in terms of getting the buy, mm-hmm. the the draw there and getting the buy. Um, things do play in your favor. It's it's win one game and you're in the championship right, right. on 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 Saturday on Saturday night. Um, when you look at the season as a whole in terms of where you be, where the season began, uh, you're bringing in all of these. Uh, 
uh, underclassmen and not a lot of experience. And then you look at how well they're playing now here at, at the end of the season. Um, what would you say, at least in the players, what would you say their confidence level is now going into sectional play? I mean, I think it's pretty high. I mean, uh, I mean, this has been one of the most fun groups I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just – I think their confidence is just gained. I mean, if you would have seen, like, where we were at in the summer um, right. compared to where we are now, uh, I mean, they're, they're taking the game more serious. Uh, I mean, every practice they're going hard. Good. And, um, you know, so a lot of these guys, I know they, um, they played soccer who won the sectional championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, that's a lot of my team – um, were, was on that sectional championship team, and I think you know they're they won it again, and they're really starting to believe it. Um, so, I mean, you know, like you've talked about with the other guests, I mean, sectional basketball—it's one and done. You never know. Yeah. Um, and I think these guys know how much they've improved, um, and I think they know that you know there's a chance. Yeah, and and I I will agree with you. I firmly believe when one sport has success, it spills over to mm-hmm. other um, aspects of of the school, other sports, and it. And at the end of the day, let's face it, it's the same kids playing the same kids, just in a different right, yeah. <laughs> in a different discipline is what you end up seeing. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, Coach, I'm going to give you the money question now. Right. So you've heard it two or three times now, so yeah. you've had a chance to, to, to get your answer together. Let's, let's go back and look at your bracket again. You guys don't play until Friday. Mm-hmm. You'll be sitting and waiting for the winner of South Decatur, Edinburgh. Again, on paper, South Decatur should be win that game that's who you'd be playing you get by South Decatur you're playing on Saturday night if the Twisters are alive and playing on Saturday night for a championship it'll be because um, I think it'll be a couple of things um, you know this is kind of what we've talked about all year um, when we, especially when we made the switch um, from zone to man mm-hmm. um, when we played try I think they were like ninth in the state sure um, and that was kind of the first game where we just said all right we're just gonna we're gonna man up we're not going to switch anymore. We're not. We're not going to zone as much, mm-hmm. um, and we end up beating them by a couple points. Um, and that was because we took care of the ball, right? Um, and we shut their stuff down. Um, and so that's kind of the plan going into um, Friday and Saturday. Is you know, can we you know kind of slow the game down, make it a half court game? Because um, when we've been able to make it a half court game, we've had some success. That's sure. the games we've played the best. Okay. The games we've let kind of go are the games where we turn the ball over give up fast breaks then we're kind of scrambling from there um so i mean like south decatur you know we kept a half court game and then once they started pressing um we started turning the ball over and it started getting a little quick mm-hmm. um I mean, with the with an inexperienced team like we have we're better at just playing the half court game um, right you know i mean defensively we're pretty tough when we get in the half court and that's a credit to the guys i mean they they buy in, and we, right. we put together some scouting reports and tell them how to guard each guy and tell them we, we run through all their sets and their plays. And, um, you know, the guys really buy into it. And, you know, when it comes to game time, when we can get into a half-court game, they, they really focus on shutting the other team down. So if we're, if we're there, I think that's, that's the reason we took care of the ball and um, you know, we really bought into the defensive game plan. Good deal. Well, Coach, hey, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck um, on Friday night, again, taking on either South Decatur or Edinburgh um, on Friday. One win and you're in. Yeah. You're playing Saturday night pretty nice. for a championship, no doubt. Coach, again, thanks for joining us, and yeah. we'll see you later on down thanks. the road. Appreciate it. Thank you. That was head coach of Olenberg Twister Basketball, Coach Michael Higdon. And we've got more. And then there were two. We've got two coaches left we want to talk to here tonight on 
Coach's Corner right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville areas, parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. Margaret Mary Health. They mean it when they say they're committed to providing the utmost care to our community for generations to come. For physicians and staff, working at Margaret Mary is more than a job, it's a calling. And when they care for patients, they're often caring for family, friends, and neighbors. Margaret Mary is proud to call this community home and promises to give all it takes to serve you well. Margaret Mary Health, generations of care. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI. News, thanks to the support of Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Margaret Mary Health, and Bronze Gutswillen. Uh, we're going to jump back now to Class 3A sectional. That'll be held in Greensburg. That's a short trip for most of southeastern Indiana. You want to see some good basketball? You will be in Greensburg this week because it will be some great basketball played there. In fact, Greensburg is the host school and sitting here before me is the head coach of the Pirates, Coach Stacy Meyer. Coach, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having us this week. Let's um, go through, I'm just going to recap the season and a good season it was. 17-6 and six overall. You guys uh, that, that last game with East Central changed the position in the EIAC. You guys finished third in the EIAC. Winner of 11 of your last 13 games and uh, should things go your way you guys play for a sectional title be the first title win uh, since 2018 and you guys will open up sectional play on Wednesday night you'll be in the nightcap game there taking on South Dearborn at 7.30 coach when you you look at uh the season as as a whole and the way things have gone particularly that home stretch 11 of your last 13 um how do you feel about the squad going into sectional play you know i i look at the season as a whole i i i think we've done a pretty good job and and i look at what we had returning this year and what had graduated and um, I, I'm very proud of our team for what they've accomplished this mm-hmm. year. And like you said, you don't want to drop your last regular season <laughs> game, but we did. Yeah. Um, we, we dropped it to, um, to East Central on the road. Um, and now we're in a situation with conference. We all know each other so well. My yes. goodness. It's, it's um, so unique, isn't it? it? It is. It is. And it's the conference, obviously, minus East Central because they're right. 4A. Um, but makes for very, very interesting. And, and when you look at the teams this year, uh, my goodness, there's so many great teams in right. the conference this year. So going to be, and, and you just said, it's going to be a very, very exciting sectional. Um, I hope our place is packed every single oh, yeah. night because oh, um, yeah. I think everyone's going to see some really good basketball. Yeah, speaking with uh, – Coach Garrett moments ago, he said based on winning percentage of the teams, it's like the sixth toughest sectional in the state 
to your point, because of these winning records that all all these these schools have going in. So yeah, that should make for for a lot of fun and some some good basketball. Um, let me let me ask you this, Coach. I've, I've talked to obviously a lot of coaches here tonight, and I've as, as it occurred to me just here tonight as I'm talking to these coaches, several I want to say three, if not four, four of the coaches that I talked to tonight use their game against Greensburg as a measuring stick to where their program is. How does that how does that make you feel as as the head coach at Greensburg that you've got these area coaches that they're using when they go and play and they schedule that non-conference game against Greensburg, they're using that as a measuring stick to see where their their program is. And it's it's much appreciated um, that, that that coaches and schools think think that highly of us um, and, and, and I thank them for that so um, the good and bad of that sometimes <laughs> when you go play maybe there's a target on your back a sure, little bit sure. um, and, and, I, and I think that even our last game I, I didn't think we played real well against East Central mm-hmm. thought East Central did a great job executing their game plan and, and doing the things they needed to do so um, it's going to be no different you know we play South Dearborn and, and what a game uh, during the year we were at their place yeah. ended up winning by six we were behind most of the game. Right. Um, Jeter Edwards has 16 or 17 points in the fourth quarter to wow. to, to give us the win. So um, again, going to be a great sectional and um, one one that I'm really looking forward to. Um, and and in our case right now, we have to win three games yeah. against three quality opponents. So. Um, Hopefully our guys are up to the challenge, and right. um, we'll, we'll see starting Wednesday for us. So the way that it breaks, uh, you've got two of the conference juggernauts in Lawrenceburg and Connorsville playing each other, mm-hmm. so only one of them can come out. <laughs> That's right. Um, and should you handle your business with South Dearborn, that would be your Friday night opponent. Connorsville has obviously had a stronghold on this conference the past several years. What kind of uh, challenges does a team like Connorsville present? They they do such a good job. Number one, they're great defensively, and everybody yeah. thinks well, Connorsville holds the ball well. Right. They're tough to score on. Like, <laughs> like it takes time to try to break them down defensively right. to score on them. And then they've got really good pieces, man. They've got they've got guard play. Yeah, they've got good inside presence, um, and then you throw that along with. With great defense, I think they're playing really well. They beat North Davies, um, yeah. great, great basketball team. They're up in three A right yeah, now, yeah. but really one A school um, because of success. They're up so quality basketball team, mm-hmm. and 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 I know you know they open up with Lawrenceburg. Um, Lawrenceburg, another team, had us down the entire game until the, about midway through the fourth quarter. We hit a three out of the corner to put us up. So once again, like another tall sub yeah, game. Yeah. You know, I think when we look at it on paper, mm-hmm. Connorsville was probably the favorite because they beat us all sure, in the conference. Sure. But um, we know how it is in sectional play. Well, I don't know what that means. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think I looked at it today. If I read it right, I think they've got Connorsville seventh in. Class 3A, I want to think that they're giving them, yeah, I think they got them marked seventh in uh, 3A school. So uh, definitely a, um, a, a tough out, if you would. Yes. If, if you would. Um, uh, let, me, let me ask you this, Coach. When you look back, though, again, we're looking back at, your, at the regular season. Is there a signature win? I don't know, maybe a signature loss. But is, is there a signature win that you can point to that at the end of that game you said to yourself, even if you didn't speak it to another soul, mm-hmm. you said to yourself, you know what, we're going to be okay? You know, I, I don't know because sometimes we get flooded as coaches just mm-hmm. focusing in on yeah. what's the next one, what's the next one, right. the next practice. Um, I, I thought Brownstown, they didn't have – 
the coach's son, Benner, right. um, when we played him, but it was still a really good win for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought last Tuesday, North Decatur, North Decatur is a quality yeah. team. Yes, sir. Um, and we were able to, to beat them. So, um, you know, when I look at it, like we've had a couple wins like that. I'm like, man, those are those are really good wins for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I don't think just one. Okay. Um, I don't think just one. And like I said, um, I'm very happy with with these guys, the progress that they've made, knowing what we lost from last year and, and what we had to do. The good thing in high school basketball now is what we can do in the summer. Right. You know, we can work with our kids, so you kind of get an idea of you know what's coming for the upcoming season. Um, but but I, I think we've had we've had a great great year. Um, Obviously, you would love to have won the conference. Um, We didn't, so we have to move forward and and look forward to Wednesday. So let's let's go back through. I'm going to march us through uh, the bracket here, and that's going to lead up to the money question here that I'll ask you in just a (laughs) second here. But you guys open up on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. playing in the nightcap game, the second game, 7.30 tip. Uh, taking on South Dearborn. Should you handle your business and take care of the Knights? Then on Friday night, you'll be playing again in the nightcap, taking on the winner, Lawrenceburg Connersville. You handle your business there. Uh, you'd be playing either Batesville, Rushville, Franklin County. Chalk says you'd be playing Batesville for the, the championship on Saturday night. Here's the money question. I just want you to uh, fill in the blank. Okay. <laughs> If the Pirates are alive and playing for a championship on Saturday night, it's because? I think because we've done the little things. I think right now, like like all of us in this section know each other so well. We like we, we, we just take away your, your strength. So then it becomes a game. Are you going to rebound to basketball, not give up second-chance opportunities? Are you going to make more free throws than your opponent? Um, are you not going to turn the basketball over? I think it comes down to those really and, – and that seems so simple, but because we know each other and we're going to right. take stuff away, like those are the things – like if we give up 10 offensive rebounds, we're not going to win the basketball game. Right. So I think it comes down to really those little things. All right, Coach. Well, listen, um, good luck to you. Uh, we hope to uh – well, so I don't, let's, well, we won't be covering that game, but well, I guess it'll be a championship game. Hey, there you go. <laughs> we hope to, see, hope to see you down the road. Thanks so much for uh, your graciousness and your time and join us, and uh, good luck. All right. Thank you very much for having me. All right. That was head coach of the Greensburg Pirates, Coach Stacy Meyer, joining the show. And we've got one more to go on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville areas, parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. 
Get your business on the fast track to success in 2023 with fiber-driven technology business solutions from Great Plains Communications. Our fast, reliable internet will give you the performance that only fiber can provide with the full suite of services to fit every industry from small businesses to large enterprise. All this delivered by a local company with over a century of experience. Join our network of successful businesses. Make the switch today at gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ice's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. And uh, Hoop fans... We make it to our last guest on our boys' sectional super show. Um, we've spoken to, count them, nine different coaches getting you ready, getting them ready for sectional play. And we uh, close things down with South Decatur Cougars assistant coach, Zach Luttle. Coach Luttle, thanks for joining the show. Thank you for having me today. Coach, uh, let's recap uh, the season here quickly. Uh, 12 and 11 overall. You guys finished second in the Mid-Hoosier Conference. Uh, winners of three straight going down the stretch. In fact, you won uh, your regular season finale against Nighttown last Friday night. A big win, 69-47 there. And you guys will be looking uh, to go into sectional play to win your first sectional championship since 2020. Um when you look at uh, how the team's played here coming down the stretch, how confident is the team going into sectional play? You know, um, going into sectional play, I mean, having those last four, five games, after the crucial month and a half we had before that where we had a stretch of playing, you know, Southwestern Hanover, Edinburgh, North Cater, Scottsburg, Greensburg, Switzerland County, Triton Central, South Dearborn, I mean, that – that middle of the schedule was right. just it was so just the grueling yes yeah. grueling like the boys their confidence was like getting low mm-hmm. when we hit the three game skid and then we got four game skid five game skid and then we bounced back with a win after that little grueling part of the schedule and then we hit those last three and I think they're 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 riding pretty high with confidence. There, were, there, there was one game in particular I want to talk about. Unfortunately, it was in a loss, but the team played well enough to win. It was uh, not that long ago you guys hosted uh, the Hauser Jets at home. And, uh, you know, back and forth game, and um, you guys look really poised to, to win that game. And I don't know if I've ever seen a game end in this fashion. I'll, I'll walk you back through. Um, the Hauser Jets had an opportunity. You guys had went up at the free throw line, if I'm not mistaken, by one, if not two. And Hauser had a chance uh, to uh, get a shot off, a three-pointer in the corner. And the three-point shot was blocked. But it just so happened it was blocked straight up. And the shooter caught it, regathered, and shot a second time. And it, somehow, some way, it, it goes in. Yeah, um, on that one... I'm, a, I'm sorry to correct you on this one, but it was actually the Waldron game. Waldron. I apologize. You're I fine. apologize. You're thank fine. you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, you know, that was, that was a heartbreaker. We lost 56-54. Um, Dorian Hacker, I mean, 
that kid, he he played. He blocked that shot. Yeah. And he came back to the bench. He was in tears because, you know, he thought we had lost it because mm-hmm. he blocked it, went out of bounds. They had the ball back. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, somehow it magically happened. They hit it, and we we couldn't take anything negative away from that game. Oh, yeah. Because the boys played their hearts out. Jacob, Dale, Dorian, everybody that played that night, they all played their hearts out. Like, we couldn't take away nothing from them. And Hacker really put the team on his back going yeah. down the stretch. I mean, on both ends, um, he was phenomenal on the offensive end, scoring points. But as you mentioned, defensively, um, he was shutting down some of their best best shooters. I remember the last second shot, uh, the half-court heave, and it was crazy because the gym went silent yeah. as that ball hung in the air. And it was and it was online. Yeah. And from our vantage point where we said, I actually thought it was going in, and then the final second just grazed off the off the front of the rim. But I agree with you. I thought it was a, an excellent game, and it really um, it was the only game I got a chance to see you guys play this year. But it really gave me a good feel um, for the squad that you guys have, and um, just. Wow, I mean, he's put the, you yeah. guys have put together a great yeah. team. And like I said, we've had our ups and downs. We may be twelve and ten, but mm-hmm. I mean, our highs have been up there. Our yes. lows have been down there, and I think now, like, we're getting to that point where we're finding the, the gray area mm-hmm. and we're meeting it right there. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. Um, this particular sectional that you guys are in is the Edinburgh sectional. Um, you open up in fact, against the host team. Um, on uh, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. tip, uh, you'll take on Edinburgh. Reasonable uh, expectation that you should get that game, and then you guys will head on to Friday night and take on uh, the Oldenburg Academy. And then should you or should you beat Oldenburg on Friday, you're in the championship on on Saturday. Um, yeah, Olenberg, the only team that's able to get the bye. The way that the way that this particular second, just the only one by Olenberg gets that one there. So you guys will need two victories um, in order to play on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, and and this is the you know this is the money question we've 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 been asking all night long. Um, so based on what we just tracked out, you got to beat Edinburgh tomorrow night then Olenberg Academy on a Friday night, and then you'd play for the championship. If the Cougars are still alive on uh, – uh, let's come back to them. Let me ask you this. We were talking off air that Decatur County has really put together a really nice collective basketball season between North Decatur, Greensburg, and, and you guys, the Cougars, yeah. South Decatur. I mean, all three teams have had – really really good season what are you guys feeding them up there yeah, I, I don't know i think it's just something about the kids man uh the kids i think in the county they want to come they want to compete mm-hmm. and show that like it doesn't matter if we're kids that are farm raised right we can compete and we can show that we can be just as good as teams from indianapolis right right that's, that's what we want to try to get right yeah and and again this it's i think i just think it's phenomenal three schools close you know right there in that same year obviously in the same county right there in that same area and again just hats off to all three programs great uh seasons heading into um sectional play okay now the money question you beat edinburgh you beat olenberg and then you are in the championship game on saturday night if the cougars are alive and contending for a championship on saturday night it's because i would say it's because the boys are coming together with confidence and they're meshing at the right time 
hitting shots, playing defense, doing the little things that count, the loose balls, the rebounds, all of that stuff. It, if they do that, I think there's a really good shot that we make it to the championship. All right. Well, listen, uh, Coach, we want to thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. And uh, good luck next week, and maybe we see you on a Saturday night. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. That was the assistant coach, Zach Little, for the South Decatur Cougars. They'll be in action tomorrow night, 7 p.m., down at Edinburgh. That's going to do it, folks. Uh, that's right. We've got through all 10 schools, all 10 coaches, and I still have my voice. So job one uh, taken care of. And again, I employ our listeners to get out to some of these gyms. There is going to be some great basketball played in the area. If you want to know who's playing where and what uh, what uh, games we will be broadcasting uh check out southeastern indiana's most viewed website at wrbiradio.com click on the sports tab and click sports schedule for complete listing of all the games we're broadcasting um and of course you will be able to find results on that exact same sports page as well want to thank our sponsors just one last time ison's family pizza garings fleetwood chevrolet George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bruns, Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. So from all of us here at WRBI, including John Heil, back at the station, making things happen, even when we had trouble. I mean, Johnny on the spot for real tonight. John, thanks so much uh, for everything that you've done. And in the immortal words of the Hall of Famer himself, he would always say, trust and believe in yourself. You've got this. This is Terrence Arney saying thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.